1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast.
0: So here's the legal disclaimer part of this whole thing. Katie, are you a mental health professional? No, I'm not. Neither am I. So if you're struggling with any of these issues, please seek professional help and just listen to us because we're funny. Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Summer. And this is Monsters in the Attic. A podcast where we have real conversations about everyday struggles with personality and mental health issues. We're glad you're here. Hey, Katie. Hey, Summer. How are you today? You know, I'm doing okay. Good. Doing all right. Good. I'm glad. Um, we've got a pretty big episode in front of us today. Do we? We do. What uh, are we talking about? We're going to talk about sociopaths. Oh. Okay. We have an actual sociopath in the house with us. We have a sociopath with us right now. Immedi- like in this moment, that guy right there says he's a sociopath. Now we need you to prove it. <laughs> Hi, Brandon. Hello. How are you today? Excellent. <laughs> so you're a sociopath.
1: It's the rumor, according to my psychiatrist.
0: Ooh. Are y'all friends?
1: Me and my psychiatrist? Yeah. I mean, I think so, but
0: <laughs> depends <laughs> on the day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean Do they say hard things to you?
1: Psychiatrist? No. No. Counselor therapist? Yes.
0: Okay. So talk to me about the difference.
1: Uh, difference between the psychiatrist and the therapist. The psychiatrist is going to uh, prescribe some meds, and he makes sure that I'm just uh, stable-ish enough to not have to go to the hospital every other week.
0: I got you. So, how does your sociopath the sociopathology? How does that manifest in your
1: life? What do you mean, how does it manifest? Well, in your I mean, life? you
0: just said something like um, <clears throat> that he keeps you from going to the hospital every other week.
1: Psychiatrist says a medication, yes. Yes. Um, so. the, a lot of the symptoms um, get relieved um, because with the type of diagnoses that I have, a lot of the different mental disorders weave in and out of symptoms of other mental disorders so that's why one that mental illness is so difficult to diagnose because you know uh, there could be several things battling um that, that interweave and there's a lot of misdiagnosis and stuff like that so I feel like I'm going off in a rabbit hole. I said I wasn't gonna do that. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, that wasn't that bad of a rabbit hole. That was a, a shallow rabbit hole. That was not all the <laughs> way into Wonderland, friend. That was not through the looking glass. Yeah. We love rabbit holes. We do. It's so how did really y'all hard. come to that diagnosis? And like what happened, like leading you up to that? Like tell us the story.
1: So I have been for about forty seven years of my life, um, walking around um, other human beings absolutely undiagnosed um i uh the only problem that I knew that I had from twenty one until now is is a problem with alcohol and and uh I gotta do a twelve step program for that and i uh uh you know have taken care of that but you know twenty six five years of my sobriety um which has been great as much as I remember right now uh, of it. But uh, uh, all of that has been an undiagnosed. Uh, uh, and you, if you want me to list all the diagnoses, would this be the time to do it? Do it. Or am I rabbit holing? Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah, no, we want to know. So, want to know everything. Uh, this was provoked by a trip to the hospital. Uh, in um, It was the day... After So, 2021, I believe. I'm really fuzzy on time because I don't remember a whole lot. Um, I don't know what month it was in, uh, but I had a a severe psychotic break, uh, which I do now in looking back in my life. That sparked the memory of I've always suffered from psychotic breaks. I've been to many alcohol rehabilitation centers, uh, about five, but looking back, uh, the first time I went um I thought I was there for alcohol, but that was my third diagnosis It was uh, um, um suicidal homicidal tendencies, and that's where it always gets to uh, but I blotted out about four trips to the institution that i've you know and when I'm talking about an institution, I'm not talking about like equine therapy and you know and um uh what is that uh The pressure
0: point, Yoga and acupuncture. Acupuncture.
1: And they give you the fresh fruit. Yeah. I don't get that.
0: You eat paleo. Susie's
1: next to me spearing shit on Mm -hmm. the wall. So that's where I'm at. And you wake up and you don't know where you are. And if you do it once, it's kind of like, God, this sounds terrible. Being arrested. The first time is really kind of a shock to the human system. But once you do it enough... It's called being institutionalized. Um, That would be, to me, the equivalent of somebody in the military or somebody in prison. I think that we can all kind of relate in a certain type of way because you get get told when to eat, you get told when to to go to your room like i don't go to like where i can go walk outside free will kind of places they're on lockdown and and you're not allowed to leave you know you don't have a choice in that but so anyway that's big psychotic break Um, apparently i was in the middle of a, a bipolar one episode that i i did not know actually when i was 15 i was diagnosed with bipolar but I always lied about my drinking, so I didn't really believe them and then I went through uh some some changes in my life with alcohol and getting close to God, and it all seemed you know like some of those problems seemed to go away um but anyway, when I had this really really big psychotic break i uh bipolar one up it I went manic for about a year uh, I didn't sleep uh, i uh, i was I was uh going on pure oxygen okay I wasn't doing any drugs. Uh, but I didn't sleep for a month and a half before I broke. And when I broke, um, because of the severity of the intensity of the break and the length of the mania, it's kind of break that you don't come back from. Um, I call it going to the matrix. I'm kind of familiar with it now. Um, it's crazy. Uh, but, uh, so in there I found out I'm bipolar one. Um, and, uh, this is all, I think there's some nature nurture, um, with me and my history, but, um. Um, severe, two different counts or two different years where I had severe, severe PTSD, Um, which now um, the anxiety that I suffer from in my entire life and, and, you know, what summer's known me for quite a while and I'm, you know, I'm pretty manicky pretty most of the time and I'm run pretty fast, but um, ever since I had that big psychotic break, I can't control, I don't have a governor for my anxiety anymore. And so I have to do a lot of things, um, you know, my time with people, um, uh, a lot of writing, a lot of meditating, a lot of time with myself and my dogs, uh, a lot of stuff like that that I have to do. Because when I say, so I don't end up in the hospital, I mean, what that looks like in me is that I, I, you know, the guys that get shot by the cops and there's a negative toxicology, that's me. And i got to hope that I can get to the mental institution before they get the net over me and the cops get me. Because people like me are not going to survive. Because uh, mentalness were so, you know, uh, the first thing everybody thinks is, oh, that guy's on something. You know? And I'm breathing pure oxygen. I'm just in a psychotic break. I'm disassociated from, I cannot see you in front of me. All I can see is some of the trauma that happened to me when I was in fifth grade. And uh, it sends me into a fight or flight, which I was not born with a flight. Uh, and, and I don't like fighting never liked fighting but because of the severe anxiety that i have and the ability not to fight, i've been in a lot of violent situations and i turn into a violent person i like to think i wasn't for that as part of me um, so i got my bipolar one my ptsd two different times in my life um severe anxiety um psychotic breaks, sociopath, and the newest diagnosis. It's like I get a new diagnosis every week, you know?
0: It's like Christmas.
1: It is. <laughs> or, the, or when you buy a really, really good pair of underwear, you know? Like, yes. it's kind of like that, you know? But it's so I get this new diagnosis, but the most recent one is uh, split is personalities. And uh, through a lot of the work that I've been able to do uh, um, with mentors, um, I can identify now. I don't know what to do with them, but I can identify what Brandon does this and when he does it, and what Brandon does this and when he does it. And you know, I go anywhere from a um, a violent, um, uncontrollable. Like you can tell a lot by somebody that's really really mad and says they see red, and then they act right in front of the cops. I, I don't do that. Okay. I welcome it. So I either the I either got that violent. Uh, a uh, strong, brave guy, or I got a guy that's, uh, curled him in a ball in the fetal position. And it, it kind of like, I'm asking for my mommy when I'm six. Okay. And I go from, I go from both ranges, you know, right. after I did that, uh, psychotic break that landed me in the hospital, the big one, um, I went for a, a depression for a year and, uh, it was so bad that, uh, if I didn't, if nobody fed me, I didn't eat. I lost. I was two hundred twenty-five pounds to one hundred sixty-two pounds. They thought I had cancer. They didn't know what was going. They blood tests upon blood tests and send me to Dallas, and and it turns out that I just don't have a concept of time. So two it could have been two minutes ago. I ate. It could have been two years ago. I have no idea. I don't have the concept of time at all. And so you know that's why it's you know that in a depression like that, oh man, it's a it's a real. A uh, tough place to be in.
0: So the no concept of time mm-hmm. is a is a product of your depression.
1: No, that that's all oh, the time you have. No concept of time all the that. time. Depression did do that, but I th- I believe God was protecting me in that part of my life, and I had the depression and kind of checked out because I didn't need to know what was going on at that time in my life. But I I uh, when I had my big <clears throat> no one of the PTSD causes a year before I broke in 2021 um, brought me back to fifth grade. And I don't remember from when I got sober to today. I remember bits and pieces of it, but it's, 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 and and it's not like a 40 year old. I'm forgetting where my shoes are. It's, it's, I blot things out of my memory sometimes on my own doing, sometimes it's because I'm in fifth grade and it's a real big game for me because I don't, if I don't know you closely, I do know a lot of people just because I've been in this town, that's what happens. And I'm trying to figure out who you are about three minutes into the conversation. I figure it out. Uh and I'm blessed with a brain that can do that and move that fast. But it's terrifying to me because it's it's humiliating because I'm I don't know. I have to listen for context, because where, where we were, what we did and what arena. I don't even know what, you know, do I know you from church? Do I know you from, you know, being sober? I don't know. So they so I'm stuck there. And so my memory today. Uh, if it doesn't go in my calendar, I will promise I'll be there, but I guarantee you I will not.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have that same confliction. I'm like, if you don't see me put it into my calendar, that means I'm not showing up. <laughs> oh, no,
1: and, and I won't remember. Yeah, no, You said me that. I, I have people, because I schedule a lot of breakfast and lunch. That's how I get my, uh, a lot of my social activity from the men in my life or friends in my life. So uh, uh, sometimes if I miss one, because I didn't write it down, they'll call me two days later and go, you know, what happened? I'm like, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And but that's where I'm going in 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 my brain. I just have to carry on the conversation until I can go, dude. I'm so, so you know I'm so busy. You know how it is. Right. Just completely full of shit because it's you know so. And then the other joy, I will say this about it. The other joy to the to the mental disorder is that, um. Physical, psychological, and this is where the sociopath kicks in. Um, Physical, psychological, mental, any kind of pain that I would be experiencing, showing that anyway outside of me is a a tremendous sign of weakness that my brain, because of part of the experiences I went through, is, is completely unacceptable. When I mean unacceptable, it's not that I don't want the counter to have crumbs on it. That's not what I'm talking about. It's, it's a uh, – sociopaths can, can rewire their their basic instincts, their primal instincts, basically. And so when you do that and you live like that out of survival, when you get out here in the people world, you know, in the non-institutionalized world, um, they, they don't – you know, they don't understand any of this. And it's really hard to navigate uh, because I think that, you know, uh, because I'm an alcoholic in recovery – that, that has absolutely been a flip and is absolutely more accepted and understood than mental illness uh, by by far because you can even go in the in the alcoholics, the people that get re- and we can go in recovering and that's even that's even misunderstood really badly and people that, and they don't under, they just honestly don't know. I'm not mad at them. Unless you experience some of this stuff, you can't relate. You can't tell me you eat too many pieces of cake and you just can't stop and, and relate to being the kind of fear that you're in to where you become such a violent person that you know, even police with guns and weapons are terrified of you and that's the misunderstanding and that's when the mistakes get made because human beings can only handle so much fear and cops are people and you know i mean i'm not saying they're all good i've had my bad experiences but but you know i mean you can't say unless you're in the level of stress that that happens in you you can't explain that
0: right i agree with you you know i totally agree with you i can't stand it when people you know use the whole well I had to have three pieces of cake the other day, so I can understand why. why? You know? kind of like <laughs> like last, I can understand. Unless, like, get out like, of here!
1: No, you can. It's kind of like last Tuesday <laughs> when, when people are like, "Hey, uh, I, oh. I know exactly how you, what you mean." I bumped my shin on my uh, dishwasher, which does suck. By the way, can we can agree? You know, and comparing it to what I went through. Well, you are know? you
0: going to tell people what you went through? Is that a thing that we're going to talk about right now? <sighs> oh my
1: god! I mean, it's just it's super. Big. It's, it's 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 one success after another. Um, I mean, which part do you want to talk about? Because it's hard to talk about that without talking about the other crap. Okay, here's the b- rundown. Um, while I was into my depression, I found out that uh, the person I was married to, I was interrupting the relationship between her and bo- her boyfriend. And in my defense, I had no idea I was in depression, so I wasn't trying to be rude to them. Um, but uh, I kind of lost a business, um, that was very very successful. Um, I lost uh. Uh, I lost pretty much everything, uh, but, but the one thing, and I remember pleading to God, I wanted to keep my house. I wanted to keep my house, and I was like, oh, my God. A week after I got the house in my name, for the first time I only new house that I've ever bought in my own name, um, Tuesday, last Tuesday it burned to the ground and everything in it. Mm-hmm. And I lost a dog, and uh, I had the shirt on my back and two two dogs. And so just when you don't think you can lose anymore. more um, – you know, uh, don't don't don't. I I I kind of just to humor myself. I might say that that uh, what's the worst that can happen. But I kind of just really got a lump in my throat when I I think about what's the worst that can happen because, you know, I know what Red Cross is for now. I have no fucking clue. You know, I see that on TV. I see people go through fires and tragedies, and I just like, oh, that must suck. You know, uh, uh, and 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 I, you know. I, I, you know, somebody's house is on fire. firehouse smell barbecue. I think about macaroni and, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Coleslaw, you know, and you know, but do I get the beans too? I don't know. Like and it, it, that's what, you know, I, but now I know what that smells like. Cause I've got it in planted in my brain and my dogs know what it smells like. You know, it, it's, it's not something it's a, you really don't understand the level of loneliness when everything that you own, all the shit that you've worked all your life to get, that that you shouldn't even be a fucking predictive member of society because you're an alcoholic, because you've got all these mental disorders that people don't understand, and it's all gone. And you have no plan of where you're going to go. You have no plan of where you're going to stay. You, you have not, like... So, you know, and excuse me if this offends anybody, I'm sorry, but this is just my journey. I, I didn't have a, if I had one other option I would have taken, and I promise you because I didn't want to do this, I just said, fine, dude, uh, you know, I'm, I, I give the fuck up. To show me what you can fucking do and impress me, God. Because I'm not real impressed with what your job so far. Because I'm facing one fucking tragedy after other, one after the other, and all I'm looking for in God now is I'm looking for everything to be great until I face two more to the chest. It's right around the corner. That's what I look for sometimes. And it's you know when I'm walking around fucking paranoid while this is going on. And 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 uh, uh, what's beautiful about all that and it's promise that we're gonna sh- you know, we're gonna be have these beautiful things in our life if we give up and it doesn't matter it does not matter and i want to tell you it does not matter what the tragedy is it does not matter what it is i got with people that loved me i trusted what they said because i promise you i, I have one of my mentor tours the next morning and i didn't get any sleep i met with him because i wanted to hear some fucking brilliant shit that he was going to say because i was done like I don't know if i drink. I wouldn't know. It was on the table. Um, I was just done. Like, I don't want to, I want to be, I want to disappear and like nobody to find me because it's another part of my disease is I want to be alone because it's easier to be alone because that's the only thing I have to contest with, with people who don't understand mental illness, who people who don't understand that you, you, yes, I do have excellent insurance, but you don't fucking get it. If you haven't sat there on the curb, and watch your shit burned up with two dogs, you know where to put the dogs. I'm worried about dog food for them. And the reason I'm able to worry about dog food for my dogs today, because that was not the same Brandon that used to walk around on the earth. I was so selfish and self-centered. and give a fuck about those dogs. But all I was worried about, where am I going to put them? And I don't have any dog food for them. And I'm a terrible pet owner. And that's because of God. I've, got, I've got a God in my life. And that was introduced to me um, through some really, really, really good people. And uh, so... You know, I don't want this to to be turned into a little (laughs) rah-rah about God, but, um, you know, I'm a week later, and I don't have any problems. You know, one of the biggest problems in my life is my brand-new Adidas that I love that I got to buy has smudges on them. They're white. You know, it does piss me off, and I guarantee you, since I get some insurance money, I'm going to go buy some shoe cleaner. (laughs) Bet that. Hell yeah. Yeah, you are.
0: Yeah, you are. Buy that shoe cleaner. Dang, Brandon,
1: man. <coughs> so, you know, losing a business, I know how to go through that. Losing a home, fire, and all your, I know how to go through. There's not much on earth that I can go through because those loneliness feelings that you get, you know, psychotic breaks, you have no idea how lonely that feels. And uh, to, to to not be upset with God, not hate God, not be bitter and cynical about things you're going on. You know, I'm seeing a bunch of blessings in my life. Um, and, and there's blessings I know that I'm in charge of because I don't have the ability as a sociopath to show fucking weakness. Is is that I need. I'm in a distress, especially when I'm in distress. I put on the biggest game of them all. You'll never know it, and um, everybody's reached out to me. Everybody's doing this, you know. I didn't know about Red Cross. And the only reason I knew about it, it was because I have a friend didn't go, hey, would Here's the number to Red Cross you need to call them. She called them for me and said, hey, they're going to give you this. No, they're, they're calling you. I had an insurance agent that was at the scene of the of the fire at 2.30 a.m. His name's Gil Lillard. He's a beautiful man, and he checks on me three times a day about my pups and, and if they're doing things right with the insurance company. I haven't made a call to the city, to the state, to the all the inspectors I'm having to deal with. I haven't had to do any of it because I tell you what, because I do got God and I am, I am so, so blessed. But it's hard sometimes because I'm human not to fucking just have a ball in the pit of your gut and look at people and want to just smash their face in. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry if people don't understand that in, in today because I'm on proper medication. I don't have to do that today. But uh, it's just, you know, I'm not the kind of person who's a real big fan of just going up to people you don't really know anything about and, and telling the truth about what's inside me. Because my experience shows you're going to throw a net over me. And then if you don't know what to do with me because nobody fucking does, you're going to beat the shit out of me until I act the way you want me to act. It's it has been since I was in third grade. And I've been poked and prodded. And, you know, I was the first test subject of ADD but ADHD that's I don't, that's newfangled machine stuff today you know I <laughs> got ADD and 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 I was t- had, uh, tested with uh Ritalin had to go out of Waco because nobody in Waco knew what this year was and uh so you know just since then you know um homicidal suicidal and bipolar one they said I was then and, and uh you know alcoholic so um I don't give a whole lot of excuses for people that have a hard time in life and then they just give up and just stop trying because it's easier to fucking do it. It is, but.
0: Yeah, I was literally complaining about the most mundane thing and it was just conversation yesterday and Brandon was like, my house burned down, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, I was literally telling you that my fart didn't smell good, you know? I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Come on. Well, I mean, this is a menagerie of things. I feel like we should have you on for a second, third, and 19th episode. I think we could do an episode about a whole season just on you. I'm just kidding. We could do that on everyone we see in all actuality. Everybody that comes through here has multiple issues in their life. It's not just one. No. Never just one. No. No. And I'm I'm real interested in to one thing that is a common thread is disassociation. And I w- I wanted to ask this specifically with you and you'll have to give a short answer because we need to leave. <clears throat> we need to
1: I'm wrap really it up. We're really good at those.
0: Yeah. So make it 10 words or less. Um are you actually you can answer yes or no. Do you wonder if when you disassociate, now that you have the split personality diagnosis, do you wonder if when you are disassociating you're really just slipping into another personality? He just disassociated, folks. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <sighs> uh,
1: I, I believe that's absolutely possible. I, I, uh, that's a tough question. I don't know. Don't know yet. Okay. I kind of tingled inside. And I, it kind of frazzled me a little bit. Uh, so, I uh, probably. Okay. You know, uh, but, man, I don't know. It's so a, lot, a lot of stuff I'm learning. I don't know everything. I just know what my diagnosis are. I know what my medications are. I know what I got to do on a daily basis. This isn't for everybody. That's,
0: this, that's what this whole podcast is about. We're right. not, we are not. We could have looked stuff up on the internet and like given, uh, given statistics and said what Webster's Dictionary says about sociopath, but that's not what we're trying to do here. We're trying to give real people the real idea of what it really looks like in real life. And we all suffer from mental disorders. I disassociate a lot. I know that Katie disassociates a lot. And everybody that's been on the podcast, disassociation is probably one of the first things that everybody says. Mm-hmm. So um, I just wonder, I, in my mind, I'm just like, do you channel it differently?
1: Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, because p- p- because people use, when, when I say that we re- we rewire these basic primal instincts, and you know, I use them in a different way than other people use theirs. So absolutely, it's. Yeah. It's going to look different and have different people.
0: Totally. Well, um, I really appreciate you being so candid on this podcast, Brandon.
1: Absolutely. I don't really know how else to be nowadays. And uh, I thank you guys for inviting me. And anything I can do in the future, let me know.
0: For sure. Absolutely. We'll have you back for sure because this is interesting. It's yeah. a big topic. So I love you, man. Love you. Hey, Katie. Yeah. I love you and all of your monsters. I love you and all your monsters. Signing off. Later.